Well, hi, and welcome to the third podcast. Um, it's been a couple of months, actually, since I've done one. It's been very, very busy. Um, on this episode, we're talking about um, some travels in both eventing and in motorsport. It's been really crazy, actually, like I've said. So um just been trying to pack it all in as best I can, and now I'm sort of looking at the big picture and maybe trying to slow down a little bit. So, yeah, I think... Um, the the busiest part of my life has has been eventing really um since the beginning of may which was our last podcast um i've been sort of jetting around everywhere really i've been to houghton hall i've been to holland which was exciting um i've been to lots of local events i've got some new horses so yeah a lot been going on um some good some bad i'm not gonna sit back and then my season has been completely perfect sort of uh, kicked it off with great wins early on in the season and then things have been a little bit tricky. But I think uh, anybody who's out there that's been a thing knows that, uh, as they say, that's horses. And not everyone's season is, is always perfect. And I think part of what makes our sport what it is is the ups and downs that keeps us kicking on and wanting to do better. So I went, um, I suppose a big event was, was Housen Hall. I went with the... Intentions of doing the CCI two-star with uh, Fernhill by Night, who's also called Blackie. A uh, really lovely horse that I've sort of been working away on this season. He's still a pretty new ride to me. Um, he's a very special horse. I'm completely convinced that he's going to be, you know, world-class, very special. Uh, he's a good horse on all three phases, but it's taken us a little bit of time to crack some of the previous issues that he's had on the cross-country. He's He's very, very brave. He just needs to get a little bit more fine-tuned, I think is the best way to put it. Um, so we went to Houghton. Uh, it's a lovely event uh, up in Norfolk in England. Uh, we had interesting weather. It was absolutely freezing, um, hailing, blowing a gale, absolutely horrible, basically. Um, and uh, I had a dressage on the Wednesday, which is very early. Uh, there was a really big class of two-star, and it was very early on to be doing dressage. And I got basically, for me, on that horse, not a very great score. It was a 52. I was pretty pretty disillusioned by that and disappointed. Um, and the ground was horrible. The weather wasn't nice. And I, I eventually made the decision not to run him. So um, the thought process behind that was that we would head off to Holland for uh, an exciting event called Rensrada, it's pronounced. Um, a friend of mine runs the event. Kurt Bonziger, and um, it was a great experience. Uh, Blackie didn't really want to play on cross-country, which was a bit annoying. Um, but thankfully, it's one of those fun, sort of friendly events where they said I could go and school the cross-country the next day, which uh, works great, actually, and uh, got some really good progress there. And I also brought a nice young horse of mine called Courage, who enjoyed the trip and did really well in the young horse class. So... That was a little bit exciting and, and good fun and fun travels, uh, regardless of the result. But left me wanting a little bit more uh, from the horse and also looking for some other events to go and get some better results. In. So after those trips, I've I've kind of been trying to, to focus on some of the younger horses and also focus on finding the right events for my older horses. I... Uh, I've recently managed to get myself out to uh, two great events, which was just last weekend, which was the Barbary Horse Trials, 
uh, an international horse trials where I took Blackie for the two-star and also took uh, my lovely old campaigner, Red Letter Day, who's also called Foxy, for the CIC three-star. Um, good old Fox hasn't had too many runs really this year. It's, it's hard to keep him sound, plus him, at the age of 16. But Fox and I have done something like seven or eight three-stars together over the eight years that we've been a partnership and um, he's he's gone great this year so far. He's had two runs, uh, good runs really. A great a great run um, in May around an advanced track where he went clear and made it feel like a novice. So we thought we'd give the three star a bash and see how he got on. Um, and he was great. I really enjoyed riding in there. He did the best dressage that he could. He doesn't do a very good test. It's not his fault that he doesn't uh, have big flashy movements. But he did a, he did a nice test for him. He got a 59, which is about as good as I can expect out of him. And the show jumping was, was tricky. It was right next to cross country and poor old Fox, he just kind of thinks about cross country when the, when it's next door. So he had three rails down, but, uh, but did some good jumping other than that. And it was a big, tough course. And then the cross country was where it all came down to. Um, it was, it was a very difficult track. It was the last, uh, last selection trial for the Europeans over in Britain and uh, yeah, it was tough. It was very hot, um, unlike the horrible winter we've had. It was a very hot day, which we aren't complaining. Trust me, we aren't complaining. But a bit tough for the horses. And um, yeah, the course got a lot of trouble. It was took some riding, and uh, I was absolutely thrilled with Foxy. He went around fantastically well, and just showed how good he is, how good he is across country. Really, he just loves his sport so much, and it was just nice to be out with my old friend, really, and having a lovely time and it took it took a bit of riding the course did but he definitely did well and we had a nice clear round really good tidy clear round which moved up, moved us up 30 places and finished us in the top half so yeah I was very pleased with that it was was exciting to get another three star run under me this year and good to get the qualification in so Fox will now be heading off to the Hartbury CIC three star in August which is exciting and hopefully doing the Hickstead Aventures Grand Prix as well, which is another big, big item on our calendar. So I hope that he'll be able to do that. Um, I also had Blackie there who had followed on from a really great result uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, in the Catton Park Open Intermediate. We managed to finish second place there, which was fantastic. And just between Ruth Edge and Piggy French, so some, some hot contention. So I was very, very pleased with that. And he, he did a good job. Uh, the cross country, we had a little run out at a very tricky fence, an owl hole to a narrow. But for all in all, I was pleased with him. I think we're, we're heading in the right direction. I really think that he still is a very special horse and he will be out in action at Brightling Park this weekend, really in the next two days, uh, for another two star and then, uh, going to have a go at an advanced event a week later. So busy schedule for him, but. I still believe in my heart that he's he's a special horse and the bits that he does well on cross country are, are very special indeed. So I think it's one of those horses that's worth the time and worth the effort. And I'm, I'm hoping that he'll be out there on a big, big international stage one day and showing what he can really do. Another exciting event that I had was uh, the Tweedledown Horse Trials the day after Barbary. So it was a really busy weekend for us last weekend. Um, and I had my lovely grey horse, H.H.S. Cooley, out for his first run since April. He 
had a bit of an illness. He was a bit poorly in his heart, and we've got him right, and he felt really great in training, but you just don't know where they're going to be until they get to the event. And so I thought I'd just run him around an intermediate novice, which is uh, intermediate dressage and show jumping uh, novice cross-country, just to get him up and running. And again, another very hot day, but good old Cooley was so happy to be out that he uh, led from start to finish, and we took home a win, which was very, very nice. After a long break, absolutely thrilling to just have him out and feeling really well and feeling great in himself again. And he's a horse that I think will really be a tough horse for the future. I, I hope that, that he's going to maybe be an Olympic horse. I think he's got all the potential and all the talent. So I'm keeping everything firmly crossed that he'll be 100% from now on. And he will be out doing the two-star at Brightling Park this weekend as well. Another big thing I'm really hoping for that horse is that he's going to get to go and do the World Equestrian Games test event in August which um, I've been asked to apply for, so I'm very much hoping that we'll get to go and do that because I think that would be really exciting and I think he's an incredibly capable horse that would do really, really well there. And seeing as he's been ill a lot of the year, we've not really gotten to show what he can do. So it would be great to go on a big stage like that and just show show what he's capable of, really, and hopefully maybe show the selectors that, that I've got a horse for the future. That would be... That would be my main goal. So we're keeping all toes and fingers crossed for that one. Um, I've got a couple of new horses, exciting horses. I've got a lovely young horse called Cooley Ground Control. That's five-year-old. He's doing his first run tomorrow, actually, his first run in, in Britain. And so that's pretty exciting. He's a cool little project for the future. And I've just had a horse arrive in the yard two days ago that I've traded to other horses for. Uh, called Alfian, a nice grey mare who's quite experienced. She's only an eight-year-old, but she's done quite a lot. So hopefully there'll be some big things in the future there. Moving on to the motorsport side of life, which has also been really busy. Um, I've had, well, a few races really in the last two months, but most of which have been terribly disappointing. Um, in true form of, sadly, most Lotus motorsports, uh, the car has either managed to break before the race has even begun or on the racetrack, which is pretty disappointing. And in my last race, the day before an event that I had, I actually had a big accident on lap two, uh, which really wasn't what we were hoping for. It wasn't my fault, I hastily add. <laughs> um, but I was taken out on lap two by a spinning car in treacherous, difficult conditions, um, and there was nowhere I could go. I did my best to miss him, but unfortunately it was a Pretty big hit and a lot of damage, so um, I was fine, which was great. Uh, went on to have a good event the next day, but sadly it's put a bit of a damper on the whole season for me, and I'm sort of at a stage where I'm now going to dial back the motorsport a little bit this year. I'm not saying I don't want to race, but I think uh, it's time to focus more on the horses and maybe step away from the Lotus Cup UK Championship and look at maybe some bigger races and I'm sort of hoping to do maybe something big next year, watch the space really, but um, maybe a big 24 hour race or, or something cool that I really want to do rather than just uh, turning up at the racetrack to have the car go the wrong direction. Um, I suppose that's what every driver faces a reality of at some point in their career. The other thing that I've been doing, which was 
really crazy in a lot of different ways uh, is uh, Le Mans 24 Hours, which is a, a big, big installment for me every year. Uh, it's the biggest sports car race in the world. It's a race that I did myself three times um, some years ago now. And I've now done six years working for British Eurosport, uh, doing the commentary uh, for the TV. And this year also I worked in the pit lane, doing pit lane reporting, which is pretty exciting stuff, really. Um, it was all sort of thrown at me at the absolute last minute so that I was doing pit lane. So it was all sort of, wow, crazy, find a racing suit, throw myself down there with a the camera crew and everything behind me. And um, there you are in the, the world's biggest sports car racing stage live to 200 million I'm told so I hope uh, if anybody out there watched it I hope it was okay and it was a it was a tough race this year for us um very sadly we lost the life of a extremely talented driver in lap four of the race Alan Simonson um he put the car on pole in his class so incredibly talented driver um be very sadly missed by everyone who knew him and respected him as a driver and my heart still goes out to his family and friends, and it was difficult for all of the drivers to carry on after that, and, and for us as commentators to carry on. So I feel everyone did the best they could, and, and we still feel that loss. And I think that um, this year, sadly, the 2013 Le Mans 24 Hours will carry a black cloud over it. But it is a race that everybody loves, and you know, a race that I suppose we all know it's one of the risks and every once in a while, um, the world brings it home to you, I guess. But we do hope that next year can only be better. And, yeah, so that's sadly how we look back on it. But from our standpoint, we did the best we could, and it was a, a big, busy race. And I think the coverage was still good. But, uh, yeah, tough, tough times this year, I think. I think everybody's had a tough year. And on that note, I wish to um, send my very best to a few riders that have had a hard time. I wish uh, Sinead Halpin the best recovery. I understand she had a big crash in the show jumping at an event recently. And also to Laura Collett, who had a really difficult crash at the Tweedledown Horse Trials, where I was on Monday, and is still remaining in hospital under sedation, as far as I understand, with quite a few injuries. So I wish her a very, very speedy recovery. And I think all of us are hoping for a you know, a more injury-free year, really. It's been a tough year in motorsport and a tough year in eventing. So I'm sort of wishing for everyone a, a safer and happier year. Um, so on that note, I think, uh, I think I've waffled on enough through this podcast, but lots of exciting things for the next one with Breitling Park and National this weekend and Astonley Walls coming up with Advanced and Hartbury Horse Trials and hopefully the... Um, World Equestrian Games test event coming up for my next podcast and I will remind all of you to uh, listen in on iTunes you can find this podcast there and also access it via my website which is www.lizhalliday.com and also our yard website which is chaley-stud sorry about that chaley-stud.co.uk where you can find lots of information about all of our horses that are in action and, and about our very busy yard of 30 stables. Um, you can also find me on Twitter, which is at Liz Halliday, and also on Facebook as well, which is the Chaley Stud page and Liz Halliday. And I think that's about it for me. Thank you for listening.